Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, and this is The Rising Sign. Alrighty, so the transit that I want to talk to you about today is Venus entering Sagittarius until December 10th. So Venus enters a new sign every three and a half weeks approximately. And so now Venus is in the sign of Sagittarius until December 10th. Venus is the planet that rules our values, it rules our pleasure principles, and it does rule the intelligence by which relationships are formed, right? So with Venus now in Sagittarius, that would then mean that our values, our pleasure principles, and the ideas by which relationships are formed will be textured by Sagittarius until December 10th. What this would mean for our relationships is a couple of things. Number one, because Sagittarius is the energy that loves to explore and educate itself, right? I would really love for you to explore and educate yourself on relational matters. What I think we often neglect to understand is that if the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our relationships, and this has been studied and backed and researched ad infinitum, right? When we have close and meaningful relationships, they work as buffers between us and significant distress. It also promotes significant improvement in our cardiovascular and cognitive health. Relationships influence almost everything in our life. And so if it is the sole determiner of our life quality, I really want you to ask yourself, how committed are you to educating yourself on specific relational ideas and behaviors that support the most meaningful quality of relationships in your life. And if you haven't, that's quite all right. Because again, I spoke about this yesterday. We live in a culture that encourages us to pay attention to the meaningless and value the valueless. And so when we have these little glimmers or moments of, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. We're almost overwhelmed and bombarded with mediation and imagery that supports us doing the complete opposite of what we need to do. So there would naturally be some significant incongruence between externally what you are told to pay attention to and internally what you are told to pay attention to. But I do invite you to realize that we all need to do our part to educate and explore particular relational ideas and behaviors that help us in our interpersonal landscape. That's number one. Number two, what I would like you to do is take time to really understand the value of what I've heard Esther Perel call the comfortable distance required to maintain relationship. Because given the fact that we live in an incredibly polarized culture, we then have polarized thinking when it comes to relationships. And typically, I've heard fellow Good Risings co-host Elizabeth Earnshaw talk about this often, what that means is typically we think there's only two options when it comes to relationships. Either we're together and we're almost enmeshed or we're separate and I, you're blocked, I don't talk to you, <laughs> right? And with Venus and Sag, it says there's a third option, you know, 
And that third option is understanding why comfortable distance is necessary for a relationship to survive and thrive. Meaning, how often do you maintain your integrity and your resilience when there's distance between you and the people you love or people or the people you're in romantic and intimate relationships? Based on your family of origin, distance can be very scary. Distance can be anxiety inducing. I understand that. But what you want to remember is that when it comes to romantic and intimate relationships, distance is healthy. Distance is sometimes a good thing, right? That's why I said comfortable distance, not too much where you can't see the person. It's like, are we even connected, right? But it's where they are maintaining their autonomy and so are you. And they are allowed to explore and get excited about what they are passionate about and so are you. And I mention this because I love how Sagittarius encourages us to maintain that space, to maintain that freedom so that we don't let intimacy become intrusion or we don't let intimacy become enmeshment because that can happen really fast if we're not vigilant about maintaining a sense of comfortable distance between us and the people we love, right? So those are the two things I wanted to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it was helpful. And for the Sagittarians who are listening, you're about to have a phenomenal kind of boost in your relational experiences. So wishing you that, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye, everyone. So I'm Colin, and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review, because we love hearing from you. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.